Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome if you're new. We're so excited for this week's episode. I feel like it has a lot of fun things and we're always just like chatting beforehand and we're like, let's just record. Let's capture this convo so that we can be talking to you guys too because we love doing that. So uh, I can't believe it's March, first of all. Can we acknowledge that? Oh my god. No, I can't believe it's March, and I'm also very nervous, side note. Um, If you guys remember, I had my birth chart reading done in December, and she told me, like, this month was going to be so emo for me, and I'm, shoot, like... Like, she goes, like, super, yeah, like, super emotional. Like, she said, it's, like, going to be a lot of internal reflection because there's, like, this thing that's happening. I think it's, like, my Pluto, I wish I remembered. It was, like, my Pluto squaring my moon. I don't even know. I don't know. Something like that. (laughs) And it only happens, like, it's only going to happen once in my lifetime. And the last time it happened was in 1776. Like, it doesn't really happen. So, it just happens to, like, fall in my chart, like, while I'm alive. Um... And it's like a very emotional, like crazy internal reflection time. So, oh, That's and it exacts, it like exacts where the placement is on my birthday. So I'm like nervy, <gasps> but um, it's going to be, I mean, we have, <laughs> it's like a lot of growth on your birthday. So like, I feel like, I know, I know, crazy. I know she said, <laughs> so she actually like went through the same thing and she said like, you can take it as a positive and it's good to know it's coming because like you can turn it into like more of a growth thing in your chart. I don't know, but You're that's just like something that I'm looking out, out for. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and let me tell you, I am feeling it, but I feel like it's just like a lot of internal reflection things. So I feel like I'm that's good. That's like month. so good for growth. Oh, it so is. I've literally never done even this though in my it's life. like hard, and you know, it's like things you have to work through. But once you're through it, I feel like obviously you just come out better on the other exactly, end. Exactly, exactly. And she like told me all the things that I should be doing, and like I don't know if you guys like believe in this stuff, but it's like literally where the um planets are placed so it's like real I wouldn't trust like a psychic but I just trust her with my life this girl because she's astrology not like a psychic or anything so yeah um yeah happy March to me (laughs) but it's gonna be fine but if I'm emo on my Instagram or if I'm emo on the podcast that's why (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the heads up yeah definitely be prepared but I think everything's gonna be okay (laughs) it will be it will be for sure but what an intro to this podcast yeah kicking off March (laughs) but I feel like this is this episode is kind of like something very relevant which we're gonna be going into which is like the kill fees thing I'm sure you guys have heard about it um and then we're gonna do like a few little refreshes on things we get asked a lot Mm-hmm. but we've gotten some questions in the dms so we'll yeah talk about it yeah but first of course we're gonna do our influences of the week so what is yours so mine currently is just like minimal outfits and i feel like that whole clean girl aesthetic i feel like I clean that. girl aesthetic you can like 
define how you want. Like I know some people that's like simple, clean, minimal makeup. But like if you don't have perfect skin, then that maybe it's a little harder to do. But I think when I think of clean girl aesthetic, I think it in terms of more outfits. So just like very like minimal, chic, staple pieces, like not super crazy outfits. So if you guys follow me, then you know like what I've been posting lately is literally like black, white, and beige. Mm-hmm. And I've really stuck with that color palette. And I just feel like that's kind of that like clean girl aesthetic with your classic blazers, a good pair of trousers, and like a white tank or something and then I feel like in terms of hair for clean girl aesthetic like a good slick bun gives me that vibe Um, yeah and then like I don't know just like minimal but effortless and classic and timeless is kind of what I get from that so I'm really influenced by that style lately and anytime I see an outfit like that on Instagram I save it or if I see any of my current muses wearing one of those outfits Mm -hmm. I save it for inspo as well just because I'm so so drawn to it right now and that street style look is just doing so well on my profile I'm just gonna like continue to do that into spring so yeah Yeah. that's me what about you Okay, I'm really into like the micro skirts and I know, I think we talked about how this, I think we did a spring trends um, episode or something a few months ago and I think if I remember correctly, I think we saw micro skirts yeah. and I'm like starting to see that come to life and I just think it's so cute. I feel like it's definitely very Y2K vibes, yeah. but um, like for going out recently... I saw Emma Ledger do it and it was so cute. She did it with like yeah. a corset last, I think it was like. So cute. I yeah, love it, that look. It was so cute. And I've been seeing um, little micro skirts like with bathing suit sets, like that it'll come in a set. Um, with like a micro skirt with it? Yeah. Yeah. Cute. Like, okay. Okay. Like last year it was the sarong, but like I feel like this year yep. it's like the micro skirt with your bikini. So ugh, I just love it. I I'm very mad at myself because I almost ordered this really cute set on Tiger Mist and then it got sold out. But I feel like sites like that are selling the little micro skirts and then Revolve got some in. They're not like 100% my style, the ones that they just got in because it's like stripes and I just like don't know how I feel about like colored stripes. Maybe it'll grow yeah. on me. I feel like Blossoms has seen. a few. I feel like Oh, I've really? Seen... I need to check on Yeah, them. and then that Princess Polly one that – we the, did you ever order that one the Selby one is oh, that like micro yes. enough no it's not micro enough <laughs> oh my gosh okay I feel but like we'll for have to me see. I don't know it's like, like the low is my rise but gonna hang out yeah like it's definitely like the you can't have a butt <laughs> like, and like, like I don't have one so like under boob but like under butt like a little bit <laughs> oh my gosh no, I don't I don't think I would like that like it has to cover like no butt cheeks remember when high rise cheeky was a thing the shorts yes I was 100% in that yep oh same but like oh Mm. my god thinking about that now like I can't even imagine though like having my butt cheeks just like hanging out oh my gosh it's kind of you don't watch euphoria do you wait yes wait are you caught up though yeah oh okay like I caught up I committed and caught up (laughs) oh my god wait I love that okay good Faye um steaming there's like this scene and it's all over tiktok it was Faye like steaming 
Fez's um, long sleeve yes. t-shirt and her butt was just like hanging out. And I'm like, wow, that that was the vibe um, back in the day. But yeah, probably I don't I feel like the micro skirt trend isn't meant for your butt to hang out. But um, OK, we'll see. So like you low know, rise, but long enough to cover your butt. Yes, yes. Okay, you'll have to send me one when you find one that you love because I just need to see this because I you feel know like okay the meow on are, Revolve yes it has like hundred fifty bucks and it has a slit yes there's one yep, like that and then there's I like a brown it. set and it's so cute I really want it I might buy it but I'm like Ugh, I don't even cute. wear brown but maybe I will but yeah anyways <laughs> you wear brown you have your those. pink brown combo. Yeah, I know. Strawberry shortcake outfits. I'm just being, I'm like so inspired, honestly, by like the going out outfits of, I just like love all the like sabotage girls going out outfits. Okay, so now that we're talking about that, I'm truly stunned. One more thing on influences is those like pumps, not pumps. Oh, like the chunky platforms. Yeah. Yes. The chunky platform shoes I am so obsessed with. So I'm like trying to order some from Steve Madden. And they have then, really um, good ones. Theirs are so cute, but Public Desire also has some too. So I'm going to oh, see what I, I can make happen, look. but I'm obsessed with that. I just get so nervous because it's like, what if you roll Fall? your ankle? Like, yeah, you're I know. done for. That is yeah, you it. Have to be you very are careful. I always going think about down. that in front of everybody and like that's that did you listen to the morning toast episode a while ago where she like fell at something and then she like was like did anyone see oh she just talked about how she fell in the middle of a party or something or an event and she like really hoped that no one saw I don't know I feel like that's the vibe with those chunky platforms no 100 (laughs) percent but I mean, they're so cute, especially for photos. So I feel like that's a good way to transition into spring if you're yeah. struggling like me and like wanting to keep that like neutral, classy style, but like move towards spring looks. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the move. So yeah, okay. I'm excited to see it. Alrighty. Well, we can dive into this week's episode mm-hmm. and we're talking about a kill fee because it's kind of like I guess it's new to us. I've heard of it before, but I've never like paid attention. used it myself, I guess. Or yeah. yeah, paid attention and a situation has come up. So we thought it would be so great to educate you guys too if you don't know what it is and just talk about it and bring transparency to it because it's mm-hmm. so funny. Literally the day after we started talking about it, a couple TikToks showed up on my Explorer feed or whatever it's called on TikTok and... um. It was, like, about the kill fee. It was interesting. Oh, really? I feel like it's a controversial topic. Like, it's, yeah. It's, like, part of me wants to say, yeah, negotiate a kill fee in, but also a part of me wants to say, like, I can't even believe a brand would try to do pull something this. like, like that. But, like, as creators, we have to protect ourselves. Like, I know. Obviously, I just, from like, your situation, ugh. we'll go into story time. But yeah, really quick, if you guys don't know what a kill fee is, it's essentially if a brand decides to cancel your partnership or collaboration mid-campaign after you've created the content and not for a reason that's your personal fault. So, like, you didn't miss a deadline. You didn't create, like, the right kind of content. Like, you didn't follow the brief like anything like that it's truly not your fault at all and 
from our research, charging 50% of the contracted fee is what's apparently normal. That TikTok that I saw said like 75%, but that's where I think it was like controversial. Honestly, I keep seeing different things because a girl that we know and she told me 35% and I'm like, wait, I feel like that's so low. Like that makes me mad. After you, I feel like it kind of should be set up at like different like um I can't think of the word um like different like I guess like uh checkpoints or whatever like if you if it gets killed like before you create the content if it gets killed after you create the content but I guess it's just like the industry is not like that so yeah I definitely think it's very up in the air but I think it's probably up to the creator or the person who's putting it in yeah. the contract and then it's, yeah I just don't even know if brands are down for that obviously because it affects them yeah it's very new I mean just honestly my stance on this is like if I'm gonna negotiate a kill fee like I truly think I'm just gonna say like a hundred percent like I'm sorry I'm not gonna just create content and then you just cancel on me and sorry I just keep jumping ahead because this pisses me off okay let's just like do the story time real fast so that you can okay, tell okay, everyone yeah. and then we and it'll can be like go back and reflect and they know what okay. you're talking about and referring to so let's just do the story time and then okay. we'll go from there okay yeah so this actually has happened to a few girls who are working on the campaign I'm sure it's more than this but and I, know I actually of, like, did this campaign and oh posting. right yeah. And Alyssa did this in December, I want to say. And then I got the campaign. I signed the contract January 6th, I want to say. And then I had a 48-hour turnaround, which is actually a red flag in itself, honestly. But, yeah. I mean, that is, isn't even relevant because they didn't even freaking need it. But anyway, so I, they really pressed me on getting, like, a 48-hour turnaround, like – whatever so I was like really really stressed out about it but it was a pretty good rate I guess I mean like not that great but like it was like a like it was a good rate whatever so I was like okay like I'm just gonna create yeah Yeah, like I created a reels it was really cute I really liked it Josh even helped me with some parts like I thought it was a really good reel so did that all got it in before the deadline which was surprising to me because I was very busy in those like two days like I'm pretty sure I I went somewhere. It was also right after the holidays. So like I was just settling down and whatever. So I gave it to them. They're like, thanks. Great. Like we'll come back with feedback. And I thought I was like fully going to post this like the next day because they were so pressed on this 48 hour timeline. And I literally don't hear anything for a month. Like I follow up with them and they keep saying like, yeah, like we're just waiting on brand feedback. Like I hear back from them. I think two weeks ago. So it was well over a month of like me waiting for feedback I submitted it within the 48-hour turnaround which was like January 7th or 8th you guys like just painting this picture it was so long that I created this content for them and then so I hear back like I want to say this was like two weeks ago and so like the middle of February yeah so it was actually a brand working with an agency and the agency emails me saying like oh like so sorry it took so long the brand actually decided they didn't want their influencers going live with this campaign anymore and I was like 
what like i literally submitted everything created your content in the 48 hour turnaround that you wanted over well over a month ago and you can't just like come back to me and say oh like never mind they don't want to do it anymore like are you kidding me i was so caught off guard like that literally boiled my blood because it was like over a month of waiting for feedback it was like a timeline I would never have usually done and they just said like never mind they I think they tried to like throw in somewhere that they were going to try to pitch me to the other brands that they worked with from the agency but But it's like you already created the content exactly it doesn't even matter like because I'm gonna have to create the content again which is fine but like are you kidding like I literally was so stressed over this and it took like a full day like for me to just create this reels video so it was just so also, frustrating. It's like, what's the point of a contract if a brand can just be like, just kidding? Never mind. Yeah. So like, pretty much I put this on my close friends list because I was so upset. And we have like a lawyer friend. Um, shout yeah. out. I don't know if she wants me to say her name. So actually, never mind. But there's a lawyer, <laughs> a queen. Shout out to um, our lawyer friend. Yeah. Blogger you know gal. who you are um and she was like oh yeah she really is and she's like oh I'll look over the contract for you and like really quick like I'll let you know if like this is something I can do and she like looked over it and she said that I that she can't do like that sorry that the brand can't do that after I create content based on what she said so I'm just gonna go with that and pretty much there was other girls on my close friend's story that like came forward too and was like oh my god I'm doing the same exact thing had the same exact experience like let's stand together like they can't just do this so that's what's happening right now and there's no update you guys um wait so when was the last time you heard heard from them it was sometime last week wait so okay so they said that you they're like hey sorry actually we're not going forward and then you responded what did you say okay yeah so I responded and I was like I can't remember exactly what I said but it was along the lines of me saying like hey, like we actually signed a contract. I created the content for you, the brand. This should have been resolved well over a month ago when I submitted the content in the 48-hour turnaround. Like I still will be requiring the fee or or the contracted rate or I can still post for them. Like I don't know why they yeah. wouldn't want me to post for them unless they like overbooked their budget, which is not my fault. So yeah, I pretty much just said like, no, I literally sent this in over a month ago. Like the brand should have resolved this before I created and delivered the content under your strict AF turnaround time. So, and I was very like, you know, usually I'm like all exclamation marks and all that. And I was all periods. So it was very sassy for me and, but like still respectful, of course. And they responded and they're like, we're so sorry because I feel bad because it is an agency. And so I know it's not their fault, but they're the middleman pretty much. So it's an agency working with the brand. And they're like, we're so sorry. Like, we know this is such an inconvenience. Like, we're trying to figure it out and we'll get back to you. Haven't heard back yet this week. I'll probably follow up like in the next few days. So that was the last communication. That was the last thing. Yeah. Like apologizing Mm -hmm. and trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. But Pretty much I talked to the other girls and like we're all going to stand together and just, you know, hope that they'll still pay us because we worked really hard on the content we created for this brand. So, yeah, pretty much that's the backstory of like what's happening right now. Um, And that's why people are saying negotiate a kill fee in because you don't ever apparently know when a brand is just going to say JK, like we don't need the content anymore. Yeah. In my head, 
if I'm going to negotiate a kill fee into every contract, like I literally want it to be a hun- like a hundred percent before like a hundred percent of the fee before I make the content because it's like, that's such a waste of time. I don't know. It just like pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. But I guess like so people are negotiating like 50%. It's just like, don't sign this contract. Like for me, I want it to be like, I want it to be a hundred percent because it's like, don't sign this contract if you're not going to actually follow through. Well, then I feel like it, like it opens this whole can of worms. There's like exactly. trust issues now and like with brands exactly. and and it, like it doesn't help too but I think the PR company is like international I think they're based in the UK so that's kind of also mm. hard but there are um clauses in contracts that say like termination and it says like you know the brand can terminate upon like written approval or if the influencer doesn't deliver or whatever but like just um terminating because they don't want to move forward anymore is not yeah. in there exactly and like I had some girls also come forward not with the same brand but like different instances in the past and they said like this has happened to me but I pushed them to get them to pay me because like we did sign a contract and like you can't just cancel after you create the content yeah and so like I had some girls say that this has happened but they did get the brand to pay them like the well ultimately if they're not going to I'm pretty sure you can pursue legal action and the brand doesn't want to deal with that because that's even more money and they're definitely not gonna win I feel like so like that would just cost them more so it's like they might as well just pay you yeah like the content is ready to go like I literally could post tomorrow like why not it makes me think like they just overbooked their budget but like but they should have known that, like, I don't understand how they wouldn't know. know from the start, like, how much budget they have, like, what budget they're giving to each influencer, etc. Yeah, and I don't even think it's a small brand. And especially if they're working with an agency, like, clearly... <laughs> they can afford an agency. Yeah, so I don't know. This was just, like, I'm clearly still heated. It's not resolved or anything, but I'll definitely keep you guys updated. But now that's why people are saying, like, negotiate kill fees in and... Um, to protect you in your contracts but um, yeah so like we said like it protects you because it's protecting the time you're spending on creating the content Mm -hmm. um, the time and effort you spent on it because it's like okay time is money what if you (laughs) rented out a studio and like hired a photographer and and you did we rented a studio and you shot it in the studio. Like, we spent money on that. And also, I still haven't been paid. So, sus. Oh, yeah. That's honestly concerning. I'm stressed. But I keep following up. So, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for your situation, like, that would I actually, actually be a huge breach of contract. Yeah. contract. Yeah. So, I feel like I need to, like, whatever. reread my contract and see what the payment terms were because I definitely posted like before the end of last year because I got a are those those things called advent calendars where they give you something each day yeah Mm -hmm. so I got one of those like gifted from the brand so mm, that was December it's now March so (laughs) yeah we'll be following up on that ASAP but yeah definitely something that's not cool I feel like it's not super common like this is definitely the first time no I've never heard of this I've never heard of this. For me, I've had, like, I've signed contracts before and then the brand, like, changed their mind. So that was, like, before any content was created. 
but I've never yeah. had it happen where like I created the content, submitted yeah, and they're it. Yeah, like never mind. I'm like kind of dealing with that right now, except they're not like never mind. They're just like not answering my emails, and I'm like, uh, we have a contract. <laughs> yeah. So it can be. I don't very know. It's just like frustrating sometimes. Yeah, it's frustrating, and you just have to know to stand up for yourself, keep following up, and if they aren't super responsive, you can politely mention that you will be pursuing legal action if this isn't taken care of in x amount of days and i feel like that really like puts a fire under brands butts and they're like oh shoot like okay we need to like deal with this yeah and like honestly because Alyssa has actually moved forward with something like that before like pursuing legal action and it's a lot easier than i thought it would be according to like what you've been through so like it's not that hard like people, right. like lawyers will do it based on commission, mm-hmm. based so, on like what your winnings are. Yeah. So yeah, that's what a kill fee is. Um, <laughs> yeah, very unfortunate, like but people are saying. Just be aware that, and yeah. I don't know if I would potentially like negotiate that into contracts because it hasn't happened to me yet, but honestly, like did, I don't know. I don't actually, depending on how this outcome right like if you end up getting that'll be the like whatever it's an learning experience but like if you don't get paid like I feel like that just like really hurts trust in like our jobs because like we're the only ones fighting for ourselves like you know yeah exactly like it's really something that I don't think I'm gonna actively be negotiating into contracts because I just feel like that's kind of annoying and it kind of delays the whole process of like you know yeah locking in a collaboration which is fine you obviously want to be protected more than anything yeah but I guess like how this it's a tough situation goes yeah it'll like obviously if I don't want this to happen not like knock on wood but if like worst case scenario like we don't get paid then that'll probably light a fire under my butt to like actually negotiate that in but We'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah, you'll have to let us know if there's any updates, like, on the next episode or anything to see yeah, what happens. But you know, I really hope there's an update. But <laughs> just, like, it. sucks for you that agency because yeah. it's, like, everyone's going to But, like, freaking... what if it was their fault? Like, what if they just, like, overcommitted budget? Yeah, who But knows? I guess if they're if the brand is canceling the entire campaign, then it's, like... I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what what the behind the scenes is, but either way, it sucks because it's not your fault at all. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) anyways, I think that's pretty much it for the kill fee and for that little story time. Um, Yeah. We're going to kind of do a little refresh on gifted to paid collaborations. Um, I feel like people are always asking about this because I feel like it's one of the the bigger parts of collaborations but like you're typically gonna start like starting out and growing your following like you're gonna have more gifted collaborations maybe in the beginning and then you're gonna like eventually see this shift once you get used to asking for paid over gifting um like the majority of your collaborations are definitely gonna be paid um but yeah yeah I I feel like we we you get to the point where you just cannot take gifting anymore because 
you're just receiving too much and there's either one nowhere to put it or two you don't have time in your schedule because you are focusing on paid partnerships or you're trying to minimize the amount of gifting you're taking in to reduce waste things like that like there's a bunch of different factors that I feel like can come into play for this but obviously building the relationship with the brand is important and I think it's it's important to be able to tell the difference where like if you know a brand pays people then taking one and it's like a well-known brand like if they work with reputable girls you know the girls like taking a gifted one I think is a good strategy potentially to just show them what you're able to do that way next time you can't when you pitch them you have stats um you can when you visit arizona time is measured in moments not minutes like the moment you see the grand canyon for the first time visit a new state of mind learn more at hereyouareaz.com Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And show them link clicks, mm-hmm. impressions, reach, sales, anything like that to really justify why you deserve a paid campaign with them. I think the one thing that is sketchy that you want to stay away from is when brands just mention like test posts. I think yeah, that's the big exactly. red flag and that's, that's when you're just like, flag. no, because that just means like they're not ever going to pay you and a test post, like they can just look at your feed to see what the average engagement is. You don't need a test post if the product or whatever is aligned with your aesthetic and the brand aesthetic is like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's like the one situation I feel like is not worth doing the test post, but I feel like Abercrombie is a really good example. Like Mm -hmm. I really wanted to work with them. I took on some gifting and I did some YouTube videos of the denim try-on haul and it did really, really well. And I don't know if it's related or not, but a little bit later, they reached out via um, the Like to Know It app and I got a collaboration on there. So yeah. like, I don't know if they were tracking my sales or whatever or just seeing, but that happened next. So I felt like that potentially really paid off. So I feel like personally that was worth it. And I feel like the Abercrombie jeans are a good product to share and post with your audience because they're good quality. They're really easy to sell. People love them. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's worth it. If that makes yeah. sense. Those are, yeah, those are they're iconic. so good. But <sighs> we've definitely, iconic. <laughs> we've had experiences where this was beneficial and definitely had some that like just didn't turn into anything. But I feel like you... I feel like it's kind of easy to gauge based on who is working with the brand like and also just asking around like you know it doesn't hurt to just just message someone and be like hey like did this brand end up paying you like they're looking to do like gifted at first and people like you're not asking them what the rate is like you're just asking like did this turn into a paid opportunity I feel like that's yeah and I feel like I'm just in like a name dropping mood like (laughs) 
so I feel like an example of that for me is like nasty gal like oh, I was working love, like, with them on yeah. gifted like time after time after time and I was really loving their clothing and I would ask them I would be like hey what is like what do I need to do to move into a paid capacity with you guys like what do you look for is it like follower count is it engagement is it sales like what is the metric that you use you know to find influencers that you pay and honestly don't remember what the answer was but I was like okay so I kept doing that and then I kept asking them and it was like oh we're full this month oh we're full and then finally I was just like okay like they're just kind of stringing me along and like I don't really need their clothes at this point like I am more in a mindset now of buying things that I actually love and that are staples and that will be in my closet for a long time instead of getting just like gifting after gifting after gifting that like I wasn't really doing anything with so that's just an example of a brand and I know they pay bigger creators like I see girls doing try on hauls with them all the time and I'm I wonder if it's through like to know it I've never actually clicked on their links so I'd have to go I, I don't think it's like to know like, it but oh my gosh them. I've seen like so many recently really like I, I think, think I saw I've four seen... people do a try on oh you know what actually within the I last know... couple days I've seen like at least one person actually now yeah. that I think about it but and it's yeah, like the an same example. girls over and over but mm-hmm. yeah so it's like obviously I know they're paying because these girls are larger creators and they would never do something like that for free and then so yeah so for me I just like okay like I'll take a step back like this partnership isn't mutually beneficial anymore like I'm not getting what I need out of it and I felt like I put in my time and effort to do that so Mm -hmm. that's just like kind of a learning experience and I'm like if they want to pay me in the future I'm totally open to it but if not then I'm kind of like fine not I haven't gotten an order from them in so long yeah I kind of like forgot about them but yeah (laughs) yeah it's like an experience of it not really working out and who knows maybe in the future but um yeah. yeah, I guess you just have to use your judgment, kind of gauge, like, based on the creators you're seeing working with them, like, seeing who's, like, using that paid partnership tag or, like, hashtag ad or whatever, because that's usually a good indicator if they are paying their creators. Um, yeah, but yeah. hashtag ad. Yeah, but there's definitely, like, some brands that it has paid off, like you just said, Abercrombie, that was an exciting one. Yeah. Um, But I guess we can talk a little bit because I know this sounds a little bit intimidating when you are trying to go from gifted to paid. So just some example verbiage for emails. You could say something like, so looking forward to working with your brand aside from the gifted program. Are there any active paid campaigns going on this month or quarter that I can participate in? I feel like that's a really nice way of asking. Like it's not like, okay, like, is there any paid campaigns or, you know, like, it's just like, aside from the gifting, are there any paid opportunities this month or quarter? Yeah. And it honestly, it never hurts to ask. Like the worst thing they're going to say is no. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you never ask, you'll never know. And, you know, potentially could be losing out on that opportunity, especially if you have a good relationship with the brand and you've been building that relationship over time. So I think it's definitely worth asking. And then, they'll let you know and then you can decide like if you want to continue working with them or if you really want to stand your ground and you want to wait because that's the stance you know 
you believe in your work and you really want to get yeah. paid for it. So, and I feel like we've kind of gotten to that point where if a brand says no, we're like, okay, like we'll wait, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes it's here. like a waiting game. No, totally. And I've, there is a brand that I've been waiting for months, you guys, like just been waiting here on the side. And then finally they came through and it was so exciting. So, um, sometimes you just need to stand your ground. And it'll yeah. happen. Yeah. Energetically align with that. <laughs> exactly. So it's I think it's good too to let brands know that's what you're looking for because maybe yeah. if they genuinely don't have an opportunity available at the moment, when they do, you know, they'll think of you because you put it out there and let them know like that's where your interest was. But like of course, in terms of business practices, a brand isn't gonna pay you if you don't ask. Why would they? Like yeah. that doesn't benefit them at all. And I just feel like I wish the industry was like, oh, yeah, we have this budget. And you're like, well, this is my rate. And they're like, oh, we can pay you this. Like, you know, but it's just it's not like Mm -hmm. that. And it's never going to be like that. So you have to be the one to ask and really stand your ground, I think. But another way that you could say it, um, just so you guys have options if you were um, trying to do this is just mentioning I would love to shift our partnership into a paid opportunity with the content that I have been delivering in the X amount of months or weeks that we've been working together. Um, that way you're just politely letting them know and I think it's super helpful to also attach like a deck of your insights or your mm-hmm. content recap just to show the value to the brand like we like you make really good decks or like showing your like to know it sales or if you have really good insights or if you have a real pop-off like show them those numbers so that they can bring it to the person who's deciding the budgets or the paid campaigns or whatever and really like present that and I feel like that'll give you a really good leg up just like showing why you're worth it because I feel like brands are so focused on ROI which makes sense like they obviously want a return on the investment that they're putting into you. So as long as you can show that, I think that you have a really good chance. Yeah. Kind of just like paints the whole picture of yeah. why you want to get paid. And it, I don't know, you want them to almost feel silly for saying no, you know? Yeah. So. And again, yeah, you I just remind like yourself at the end of the day, the worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. And then you move on and that's happened before and they come back like they really do there's been brands that said no to gifting or no to paid partnerships and then you like stop working them working with them for a while and you come back or they come back and they're willing to pay you so you're not like closing a door forever you're really just standing your ground and showing the brand that you know what you're worth as well Mm -hmm. they need that little reminder um yeah so yeah definitely a good thing to practice because it kind of seems crazy turning away gifting and stuff like when you're starting out um right because that's like what you dream of like in the beginning like I remember when I got my first nasty owl gifting and I was so excited I was like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh this is amazing like Like, such a dream nasty gal like I would shop there in college like so freaking cool and now I'm so like nonchalant about nasty gal nasty gal i'm like eh, like okay like i'll wait i'll wait i'll wait <laughs> yeah so I mean, it's, it's just fast crazy fashion how, and like, a lot of people have that yeah stuff that too 
nothing against <laughs> that's just like that happens to be our example right now um, yeah love yeah. love them but yeah um i think that's it so for yeah hopefully that helps you guys you mean gifting to paid sorry <laughs> tired you guys <laughs> paid to gifting wow hi are there any gifting opportunities instead of paying yeah let's not do that ladies yeah no no okay. no hopefully this helps give you guys the confidence if you are on you know i am like blanking on words so hard and i swear <laughs> it's like covid brain like i know there's a specific word and i cannot think of it it's fine wait what are you trying to say? Like, I was just going to say, I can't even remember now at this point because I just got so flustered in that moment. <laughs> wow. But, like, there's, it's like, a fine always. line or, like, a borderline or, like, there's a fine something. Yeah, fine yeah but that fine wasn't, line. like, the word I wanted to use. <laughs> there was a single word that I just feel like Maybe I'm missing. it'll come to you. But it's, it's anyways, okay. our fog brain... <laughs> um okay moving on we're gonna do a little like balancing a nine to five refresh i think there are i love this cutie episode of of, like refreshes i know i feel like it's good to have a refresh especially because um especially like in our dms i noticed that there are listeners who join us but maybe they don't like know which ones specifically are talking about like nine to fives or gifted to paid um so this is a good refresh but um yeah quite a few of you obviously like have nine to fives and you're trying to balance being a creator on the side and potentially like doing this full time I did the same thing I had a nine to five in 2020 and I was balancing this and trying to make it work and it got to a point where I was just like I'm at the breaking point like I just need to quit and I need to make this dream a reality and that's what I did and I literally have never ever once ever looked back um but these are kind of the ways that we um I guess would recommend how to balance it because it can get really really hard slash like take up all your time um so definitely the first one and probably the most obvious one is batching your content this was what I did every weekend um I don't know you kind of just have to give it the time like if you're not willing to take a good chunk of your weekend um and like dedicating that to batching content like it's gonna be an issue I think down the line because consistency is so important in this industry so like having a nine to five and taking the time to like batch your content so you can post consistently with your nine to five is super important to grow if you're doing this on the side right and I feel like too we do know a lot of creators who still currently have nine to fives and who yeah totally do this also almost full time as well so it's definitely a lot to handle and totally see how it can be so overwhelming so I think planning is the most important thing and just being realistic with yourself is like how serious is this for you is this just for fun or are you trying to take this to the next level do you eventually want this to be your full-time job like what are your goals and I feel like it's so important to sit down and evaluate that and really kind of figure out what your end goal is because that'll just determine what 
your dedication looks like or what you know how you plan everything and obviously like you said the weekends are so important because that's when you have content time because a lot of the times you know when you're going to work like it's a lot to get up extra early to go shoot content I personally think that would really stress me out and Mm -hmm. then during winter sometimes you leave work and it's already dark out so there's no time to shoot afterwards because of the lighting yeah and then the weekends, it's, you're probably tired and you just want to relax or you don't want to have to do things or you have plans to hang out with your friends, whatever. Like, So it's really important to just find that time that you can dedicate to this if it's something you truly want to pursue and you know take full time eventually. And I think that really just comes down to planning ahead. And I feel like the more you prepare yourself, the better and easier and more fun it's going to be. So... I would mm-hmm. recommend just saving a ton of inspo during the week, like while you're just mindlessly scrolling or whatever, saving like different pose ideas, saving shoot locations or location scouting if you can, saving outfits that you like or something you want to yeah. style or like having a note if you like think of an outfit or if you have like certain content you need to shoot for a collaboration to like put that in a note and be like okay this weekend I need to shoot like these things and I feel like I always do that when I shoot regardless like if I have a lot and I feel overwhelmed I'll put it in a list and just be like I need to shoot this this and this yeah and I try to prioritize it too so I'm like okay I'll shoot my collabs first and then if we have extra time I'll shoot this fun outfit that I styled and that I really like but it's not as important as these outfits that I need to get done so that would kind of be my approach I feel like that makes sense yeah no that's good I remember when I had a nine to five like I would also try to like this was kind of like the thing though at this time like you would have one outfit but it would be three different posts so it would be kind of like oh your feed had like three of the same in each row yep which was like so good for batching content because you literally just posted the same outfit three times three times (laughs) and I I remember I was like oh my god I can't believe girls post a new outfit every single day but it's a lot of dedication and you know <laughs> that's what we do um that. takes takes a while but I mean this is definitely something that you can do to just like keep up your consistency like make one outfit work for a few different posts so if you want to do like a detail shot and maybe it's not maybe you can like do it in a way where it's not like the same outfit and like your audience might get bored of it three times in a row um But if you guys understand what I'm saying, like you could probably drag it out, especially because reels are a thing now Mm -hmm. and um, having like a detail shot, like a half body or full body and then a reels all in the same outfit. That's like three separate posts, which could be really helpful. We didn't have the reels when we were (laughs) doing this like two years ago and I had a nine to five. Um, But reels are just super easy to put together sometimes, especially if it's just like a candid fashion in motion moment. Um, but yeah, so doing different angles, video, all that. Or sometimes too, if you run out of content, you can go back to an old outfit and like you said, repost that different angle. Like I've definitely done that before where I like Mm -hmm. shot content in an outfit and I loved it so much. I just wanted to post like all the different shots. So it's like I posted the main shot And then the real cover, like, 
the next post and then like maybe a week later after enough squares have passed where it doesn't like show up enough on the squares, full screen yeah. I feel you that. know what i mean like then you can like repost maybe the half body shot if you didn't get to do that and you really mm-hmm. loved the vibe of it and that way you can like mix it up i feel like because i've for sure done that and like that gives you a whole nother post to like last but yeah i think we did an entire episode on how we shoot our content and that's how we get as much content as we do and it's obviously so helpful because we can go like probably like a week or so without having to shoot at all if we really wanted to just because we've batched it up and stacked it up so I think that helps create less stress for yourself so you don't have to worry about that and then like like you said the videos are amazing and they're so easy and I feel like even the aesthetic reels where you just do a um collage of like all your different like moody photos and like yeah just some good music like that's also a real opportunity that you could do so I like I've done one of those and I think it did like pretty well so I want to do another one it just like you know if you have all those just like outfit recaps like you can just make videos like that like there's so many different things you could potentially do so but obviously we talk about finding a consistent schedule that works for you and I think we both think that consistency is huge like mm-hmm. after quality content consistency is probably the next most important thing just because the algorithm I think really favors it and promotes it more it's like yeah totally. not being consistent like three times a week and then picking different days I think it's important to be consistent with your days so if you're posting Mm -hmm. Monday Wednesday Friday every week I think you need to stick with Monday Wednesday Friday and not post like Monday Tuesday Thursday one week and then maybe like Tuesday Wednesday Thursday the next week and then maybe Monday Friday Saturday like I think yeah the more you can be consistent the better your content's gonna do and that you know three to five times a week is a lot it's good for especially people with nine to five like that's Mm -hmm. so much yeah so definitely just like taking the time to figure out what what sort of schedule works for you when you have a nine to five I feel like will be first of all super helpful second of all just make it less stressful because you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself and like burn out or anything like that so just making it like as streamlined and efficient as possible is like the best thing you can do when you are balancing it on the side yeah I think it's totally doable like you did it Mm -hmm. I did it at one point like everyone does it while they're transitioning and you just have to find like you said a schedule that works for you and prioritizing it if it is something that you really want to focus on and I think too just at the end of the day don't put too much pressure on yourself like you're doing a great job you have a full-on nine-to-five like we have like our one friend who's a full-on lawyer and then she does content like she does Instagram as well and I'm just like that is and she also obviously like works so much because she's a lawyer so she already works more than 40 hours on that and I'm just like wow like how does she have time for everything but like obviously it makes her happy and she wants to do it so she makes it work and it's like inspiring I'm like you go girl I know and like 
it's just like if she you know she enjoys it so i think it's totally worth it if that's your end goal but just being honest with yourself and coming up with a plan because the more plans you have the easier it'll be i think to keep up with everything and like if you have to write it down like sometimes i have to write down my posting schedule so i don't forget because i like to try to repurpose my content as much as possible but sometimes i'll forget a day or I don't know what happens, but like I like to post my Instagram photo and then I like to upload those photos to Pinterest as an idea pin. And then if it's an outfit I can tag, I like to add it on to like to know it and tag it so Mm -hmm. everyone can shop it. And then when I post my reel, I want to repurpose it on TikTok and on Pinterest as an idea pin. And like it's on my to-do list to do YouTube shorts, but I just like keep forgetting. And I think like I like if I write it down then I'm like on top of it because I love lists so I just check it off as I do it and then I feel really accomplished so I think writing things down figuring out your schedule where it works best for you like you know maybe on the weekend one day is your friend hangout day your chill day whatever and then the next the other day is like your content day where you're creating content editing content pitching brands whatever it is like Mm -hmm. you have like a content day I feel like that could be good too yeah yeah for sure so just like figuring out a schedule and how to be efficient mm -hmm. is like the number one thing i think we would say for balancing a nine to five but i think that's pretty much it if you guys like want us to do a longer episode on that we can let us know i know i thought we did but i couldn't find it so maybe we didn't (laughs) i know i thought we did too but um yeah i was like looking though pretty much it hopefully that helped you guys we Mm -hmm. obviously want to be a resource for you and help you guys through this influencer journey because we've said this before we didn't have anything like this when we were starting out so it would have been such great information to know and i just feel like it would have been so much easier to do this full-time sooner if i would have like known all these things and that like if like how people make it work same I I wouldn't have put myself through literally me having a album a photo album saved on my phone (laughs) called me crying from work because I was literally miserable but I was just so scared to quit my nine-to-five um but like if you knew all these things and like how to like get there I feel like it would have been such an easier transition I feel like it's easier it's like just getting from point a to point b and like a line instead of making all these crazy stops you know yeah yeah and I think it's cool too there are so many more resources now so many more platforms just so many more things out there because it obviously is a growing industry so I definitely Mm. think it's doable if it's your passion and it's what you want to do it just honestly takes like hard work I feel like that's what we do like dedication we are dedicated (laughs) yeah for sure (laughs) so yeah i feel like that's pretty much that on that (laughs) yeah that is it for this week's episode but Um, i hope you guys liked the little story time tea let us know if you like story time kind of topics where we like yeah i want to do more personal experience and potentially i love drop brands depending on (laughs) what happened i know i love the tea so i'm always here i will be know that I've already said to myself, like, if this brand doesn't follow through, then 
our whole contract doesn't mean anything. And so it's there's like no void. confidentiality. So yeah, I will 100%. be exposing them. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same thing. But you guys already I'll know that if you... Yes, manifesting that for you. Feel free. Ooh, maybe you can reveal the tea first in our Facebook community. So, ooh, good idea. Our little community can get the inside scoop. But join our Facebook group. It is called The Influence Community. And we just have fun in there and people post questions or meetups or, you know, whatever you're looking for. It's a good safe space to talk about this industry and we try to be as helpful as possible you guys can always dm us as well on our personal accounts and or our actual the influence community instagram account too so there's that and lastly we mention this all the time but we're going to paris so excited and it's a so girls excited. trip and we have some spots left so if you are interested let us know, DM us, or check out our links because it's going to be so fun and we have the most amazing group of girls going with us already. I literally cannot wait. I've started planning my outfits in my head because I'm just so oh ready gosh, to be living to my that. European dream life. So same girl yeah so excited but anyways we love you guys we hope you liked this episode let us know um leave a five-star review and let us know yeah, your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. What else? Or what else is a podcast thing? I get confused. I think it's um, like rating, subscribe, like review. I forget. Right? Subscribe. Is that YouTube? Subscribe. <laughs> Le- subscribe and leave a review. I think that's it. Right? Okay. I feel like that's good. We would really appreciate that. Yeah, we really would. And we read them, and they make us smile and like giggle and like be happy and. Yeah, Yeah, we're just, like, so giddy over this community. Okay. Well, we love you guys. We hope you have an amazing week, and we're so thankful that you guys listen to our podcast, and we have some really cool things coming up we're so excited to share. Uh, But, yeah, we couldn't do any of this without you guys. So we love you, and we will see you in our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.